Hi, and welcome back to the Sad Boys Podcast. We're your hosts, Charles and Isken, and on here, we talk about our feelings and invite other people to do the same. Make sure to follow us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and subscribe on YouTube to stay updated whenever episodes are released. We also encourage you to follow our Instagrams at C underscore Wang 168 and at Isken underscore Mombet, and have a chance to hop on the pod. Links are all in the description. Thanks for listening, and let's get on with the episode. All right, so welcome back to welcome back. episode eight of the Sad yes, Boys podcast. Eight. Yes, sir. How, how did we get this far? Who knows? By sheer Fine. will and willpower. <laughs> By sheer will, indeed. So, what are we talking about today, Iskan? Um. So, you know. Charles, you had a little fight with your sister. <laughs> that's a weird. That's a weird way to <laughs> the topic. But yeah, Charles and I wanted to talk about uh, sibling relationships and just like start off with that and then move on to some other topics that like have right. things to do with it. Yeah, so I'm sure for all of our listeners out there during quarantine. Ninety percent of your interactions have probably been with your family. I can sure say the same for me. And yeah, like Isken said, I had a little bit of a scuffle up with my sister a couple weeks back, which oh, kind of <laughs> so much drama. <laughs> uh, no, no shade to her. Honestly, I mean, it's all it's all in the past now. But I think you know, with all the time spent at home, definitely、uh, there are moments of tension for me, at least,、uh, with my family. And part of it just kind of boiled up when I asked I, I I asked my parents if I could you know go on a bike ride with friends two weeks ago, and my sister. Who literally had probably no business in? It was just, it was just, it was just a casual conversation between me and my dad, and she out of nowhere starts flaming me so hard with just like the amount of sass I was given. It was just, I don't know. It's not something. Something、uh, it pushed me over the edge. And、uh. <laughs> I kind of, I kind of, you know, words were exchanged, and yeah, no, it was not, a, it was not a good time. But yeah, I think <laughs> since then we're we're okay. We're it, it was、okay. it was really nothing. It was really nothing much、um, to say about it. But I think it definitely made me think of how. My sister kind of fits into my life, as well as in general my family. So,、mm-hmm. yeah, I don't know. I think, at least for me, my sister is five years younger than me. So I think、yeah. there is a significant age gap there, and oftentimes I'd say a lot of our conversations are pretty shallow, and. Not、sure. substantive、yep. because, I mean, 
<laughs> what is there to we don't we don't share a lot of the same experiences just simply because there is such a huge gap in our age and like i left for college before she even entered high school so i don't know there's just not a lot to talk about i think yeah i would like to have to connect with her more but i just don't know really how <laughs> yeah yeah i mean I'm, i have the same problem so mine is like different because i'm i'm the youngest so my sister but i have two older sisters and both of them are 10 plus years older than me have their own families have like their own children so yeah i definitely feel it on the age gap because there's almost nothing that we we can talk about and some subjects there's a level of comfort that i'm just not there with my sisters i'm i'm slowly getting there and you know like sometimes i talk to you about like really sus subjects (laughs) you know like like memes and just joking around with like sexual innuendos and i'm slowly like getting to that part with my sisters just because like i really like joking around and I'm becoming, like, more socially accepted by my sisters than just being that weird fucking younger brother. <laughs> yeah, I think that definitely helps as, like, you grow up. Because yeah. when I went off to college, I think me and my sister definitely got closer than we ever could have before. Mm-hmm. I think it's just simply because... I don't know, both of us realized that we lived in the same household for so long, but yet it took me going off to college for, I think, yeah, both sides to kind of realize that, oh, shoot, (laughs) we're brother, we're brother, sister, right? We should be a lot closer than this. But now Charles is going off halfway across the country. So I think that definitely brought us closer together. And also just, yeah, as my sister grew up, like, grew up, you know, became a little bit more mature, although not mature enough (laughs) yet, I'd say, but definitely, definitely is growing as an individual. I think it's easier for me to kind of, um, yeah, joke around with her, uh, have maybe a little bit more, uh, substantive conversation yeah i think but still i'd say 85 to 90 percent of our conversations are just tiktok references um which i guess is not a bad thing but i'd say but i'd say that i hope that as we grow as adults we can kind of uh, talk to each other like like adults so yeah and so like speaking of siblings one thing that I wanted to talk about was what can you give and what you can you take from a sibling like reciprocity mm. and then like what's an acceptable thing to ask for you know or what's an acceptable thing to give I don't know. I I feel like since my age disparity is 10 years plus and they're older, like my oldest sister's paying for my, like paying for some amount of my college tuition and my other 
older sister is now living with me. So I'm, I feel like I'm in some sort of debt to them because they're obviously paying for something. But at the same time, I have expressed these feelings to my mom and to them. And then, but they were like, you know, it's fine. You don't have to pay us back. But, but I feel so bad because I don't know. I feel like I'm just coasting through life without struggling that much. And it just feels unfair. So like, what are your thoughts on that? Yeah. I mean, struggle of being an older sibling, right? Got it. <laughs> I mean, I can't, I can't feel it. That. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think, what your sisters are doing for you is really kind, but also I'd say expected from an older sibling. I think uh, being the older sibling in my household, I do mm-hmm. feel that kind of protectiveness around my sister. Um, and just as an, ex- I mean, for an example, I was thinking about this the other day. Uh, there is a, a huge scandal going around in my school that prompted a kind of discussion with me and my parents as well as my sister. And mm-hmm. I'm sure many of uh, my Cal friends, if you're ever listening to this, know. But there's this kid. I, I don't feel bad saying his name, actually. Nicholas Zhao uh, at Berkeley, who has 20 plus allegations of sexual assault against him currently. Mm-hmm. And there's a petition going around calling for his expulsion and he's just overall kind of just a shitbag based on the testimonials that are public um and like you can you can view them whenever you want so we were talking we were talking about this and i i mean i've only been a student for one year at cal but already I see that there are just a lot of problematic characters on campus, and I'm sure this is the case across the country. Oh, yeah, and for sure. The scariest part about this is that the kid didn't even... He started when he was in high school. I mean, he has allegations against him from high school classmates, which mm-hmm. is just really disturbing to hear because... I mean, shit like that could happen in LHS, right? And my sister is an incoming freshman to LHS. So I think just when hearing stuff like that, I f- yeah, I feel pretty protective about her. I mean, yeah. yo, if, if, if anyone tries to mess <laughs> with my sister, I'm going to like throw some hands. But I think it's just in general that sense of responsibility for um, the younger siblings. And I know your sister, your sisters are like 10 plus years of age, but I still think Mm -hmm. that kind of bond is there just simply because it's, you know, part of your bloodline. Yeah. I feel you on like, I feel you when it comes to topics like sexual assault and then like sexual harassment, I definitely feel you on that because I'm the only male in my family, or in my, like, main family, like, just me, my, my, my sisters, my mom, and I, and growing up, like, I've, I've heard, like, stories of, like, harassment against my mom and my sisters, and it just, I don't know, I guess it's just the male psyche 
like the guy in the family psyche is just really like really pissed off when I hear stuff like that, like really protective. So I think it's just natural of you to think like that. I think almost all guys think like that, except like the bad eggs. So I'm wondering, what do you think? Because you're the younger sibling um, in this entire conversation. What yeah. what do you think that you can give to your siblings, your family, of、uh, being a younger sibling? I think you kind of have to. So. My family is a prime example of this, but the oldest sibling usually like sets the bar, right? It's like、mm-hmm. reaches as high as they can, tries to achieve as much as they can, and at the same time they're giving you support to your family and the the younger siblings as well. So if you're getting that support, you you don't really have much of an excuse to fall behind your older sibling. So your、mm-hmm. way of paying back or giving back is to just. Be more successful than your oldest one, like however it,、mm. it can. It it doesn't have to be like monetary gain, but just be richer as a person because you just have so much more time, free time. Because you're just getting all these resources for free, and、mm. I think get part of giving back is just appreciating what they're giving you and not taking it for granted. Do you think you? Were heavily influenced by your sister's actions or the path they chose to take. Cho- chose to take. I definitely felt that I did, because I'm kind of a hypocrite. Because when I was younger, I took I took it for granted because I didn't really understand what the, what was going on with monetary, like with mo- money and our such our social status as like. A lower middle class family,、mm-hmm. so, um, I and then later on as I grew up, I've kind of realized like what sacrifices she made and like her, and then I finally like recognized all the success, um, she's achieved, and that motivated me to like take the stuff she gives me, like an opportunity to go to college. As an inspiration to just do better for the world, you know. Yeah. So. Yeah. That's good to hear, because I think speaking again from the older sibling perspective, I do、mm-hmm. agree that there is a lot of you know, path clearing,、uh, yeah, being done. I think the biggest example for me was just during college applications.、Mm-hmm. Uh, my. My parents had no clue what was going on because they're、yeah. uh, first generation immigrants. So I think there was a lot of ex- exploration being done and just a lot of <laughs> stress in general during that time. And I think、mm-hmm. my sister, kind of as a byproduct, experienced a lot of that just simply because I was going through it during that time. So I think it definitely. When she goes through that process, she'll know a lot more. Plus, my parents will know a lot more. So,、yeah. I don't want to make it an entire, you know, pity story of oh, look at the older sibling. But <laughs> I think, yeah, I definitely, I I really hope that she uses that kind of advantage、uh, for her for her own success. 
Yeah. But also at the same time, I really hope that she doesn't, you know, try too hard. And uh-huh. I mean, what I mean by that is, I think maybe I think this just might be specific to Lexington and just other, you know, high achieving schools. But mm-hmm. I think there definitely is an incentive, and I see her kind of in that position now to outdo outdo herself in in kind of yeah, basically you know, just wear herself out, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I mean, even before this uh, podcast episode started, you know, I. I stepped away to help her a bit because she's taking a CS class at KT Byte mm-hmm. as an eighth grader, which is absolutely insane. I mean, I <laughs> barely touched any code until I was in junior year. So uh-huh. I think definitely she is really, really hardworking. But part of me is concerned that she's doing this because of what she experienced when I was going through the same thing, you know? Yeah. So, I don't know. At the end of this, just as an older sibling, I I, I want them to, you know, take advantage of kind of the things that I I have I have gone through so I can impart my knowledge to my younger sister but also at the same time I hope that she retains some of her individuality as a person cuz I think yeah. it's really easy as a younger sibling to kind of f- try to follow your older <clears throat> sibling's footsteps or you know yeah mimic them in a way i don't know i think that's kind of dangerous i don't want her to end up to yeah like i said in the beginning try too hard yeah you also there's also like the concern that your sibling will try to become a carbon copy as you of you yeah and i think i mean like the general solution for me comes like just have a conversation with them and just try to figure out try to help them figure out what they want to do rather than copy you because the easiest thing to do is copy someone mm. um so yeah i don't know i don't know how do you yeah. how do you how do you think you're gonna deal with the problems you're expressing right now i have yet to have that conversation uh-huh with vivian and I think it's kind of hard to because I'm seeing everything that she's doing right now. I mean, besides that coding class, she's also taking a bunch of math, like math classes outside of school. And she's just doing a lot, a lot, a lot mm-hmm. more than I could have ever imagined when I was in eighth grade. And I don't want to invalidate her experiences, like her her effort, yeah. by saying you know. I I just don't want to be assumptuous because I think everything that I'm saying right now. Is kind of, 
based on my own bias um, mm-hmm. of just seeing uh, generations but be- years behind us, you know, get earlier and earlier into the college admission process. So I think part of me is kind of influenced by that view. But maybe mm-hmm. she really she really wants to do that. I don't know. But yeah, again, that I think that conversation is a bit overdue. <laughs> yeah. Oh, we're back right. because fucking Charles messed up his audio and his computer's going off. My computer is louder than an F1 jet. I swear to god. Oh, uh, yes. But um yeah. What are we talking about again? <laughs> I don't know. Let's move on. I want to talk about. Okay. I want to talk about death, you know, <clears throat> and mortality. What about it? I don't yeah, know. You, you got know? some concerns. I got some concerns. You know, my mom has like some health issues, and mm. got me thinking about like what the f- <sighs> like. How do I think about stuff like this because it's never happened to me before. Not like no one close to me has died, you know. Yeah, I I share the same kind of scenario. No one close to me has died. I'm fortunate enough to not have experienced the yeah. death. Um. But yeah, I think given this entire quarantine situation, I definitely have thought about it a little bit more than usual mm-hmm. because hey, keep going keep going okay fucking take the clock out okay. oh my god i just realized how fucking loud it is okay this guy just murdered his clock <laughs> but anyways <laughs> yeah because my grandparents are staying with us because their apartment complex got a few cases so we kind of extracted them from Mm -hmm. their quarters so they've been living with us for a solid two months and i think it definitely i i have i have been more conscious about everything that I do like whenever I go outside mm-hmm. I mean my my parents and my lovely sister always remind me you know what about your grandparents you know you can't put them at risk and that is totally valid and I think that definitely has got me thinking a lot more carefully but also at the same time they're kind of old. <laughs> my my grandma turned eighty five, so so they're they're getting there, and it's very very scary thinking about what would happen if one of them were to just not be here anymore. You know. Yeah. Because they've, they've been with me all my life. Mm-hmm. 
I mean, my grandparents came here on a green card, and when I was just when I was born, and they had to go back for a bit, but they were always in my life. Some way or another, and yeah, some part of me thinks that I did not get close to them enough than I should have,、mm-hmm. and I just don't want them to leave this world、uh, with any sort of feeling that oh, fucking Charles. <laughs> Didn't talk to me more. Or fucking Charles. Fucking Charles was always a selfish bitch and didn't care for his grandparents. Yeah, that's that's exactly how I feel. So ah, yeah, it gives a new meaning to.、Um, I'm sorry to hurt your ears.、It、gives a new meaning to time spent. What you're doing with your time. So,、mm-hmm. when I found out my mom was going through stuff, I like immediately took action. It's like started talking to her more, but then I discovered that I was like being ingenuous to myself and like not being myself, like just like pretending to be, to be like someone that I'm not. Then the, after a while, that drained on me, and I was talking to my mom about it, and I was like, "So like, how?" Do, I just straight up asked her, like, "How do you feel?" It's like you have this thing, and you know, I I, I told her like I want to spend a lot of time with her, and she just went like, she just just straight up said like, "Yeah, I I could be gone by tomorrow or like." In a few months or in a few years, I don't really like. No one knows, and like, you know, you're. I was like, you know what? You're like totally right, and I should take things a day at a time instead of just overthinking about what might happen like in a month or in a year, and just take the days as they are instead of overthinking stuff. So yeah, I. That insert, I I think, for me that the yeah, there's also that uncertainty factor,、mm-hmm. and in a twisted up way, I kind of use that as an excuse sometimes, you know. Oh, they will live, <laughs> you know. Yeah, they will live another year, or I think. Yeah, no, I, I don't, I don't even know what to say about this because, I, I'd like to think about how I would feel. You know, I would like to know how. <sighs> Not even. What, Charles? You'd like to know how it feels to be dying. <laughs> Yeah, because it's hard to work. It's hard to like communicate with them because you don't know how they feel. They might either feel like 
people are exaggerating and they just want to move on with their lives and just like act normal like my mom or they might just have not accepted it and like want more support from their family so like at the end of the day you just have to kind of just talk to them and get a gauge on how they feel about their own mortality yeah that's also an interesting point because they can't speak english for <laughs> yeah. my grandparents and i have a big language barrier because my conversational skills are equivalent to that of a chimp and i it's it's just so hard to you know hold normal conversations with my grandparents because a lot of the times they just end up talking to me yeah you know and i nod and say yeah because that's the only thing i can say and i don't know i i think that's just another frustrating part about it is i i don't think i will ever be able to you know have conversations meaningful conversations with them because of just my lack of mandarin knowledge do you in some way feel disconnected in that way very much so so it's like i get where you're coming from it's it's this feeling of not being connected enough i don't know i don't know if it's, if this is exactly how you feel but I, i can give you like an anecdote of like a situation where i felt this way but like you know someone's suffering right but you feel so you feel like there's a sl- sl- sliver of connection be it they are your friend or they're like a distant relative but that connection is like not enough to warrant like a significant emotional reaction to hearing that they're sick and they're dying yeah i it's it's not really the same because i think just because they're my grandparents i think there is inherently a significant emotional connection it's just that language barrier man i i i i wish i could talk to them more i think just by talking it would be a lot more fulfilling mhm and you know ultimately i don't i don't want to say it like it'll happen but it it will eventually happen when the when they are gone i i feel like if i had if i have those conversations it will feel a lot less empty like i i did i it's like filling the gaps you know, right it's like building yeah. a bridge yeah which is why <laughs> i want to take mandarin classes at college Okay. So, you can do I can you can duolingo can it up duolingo du- duolingo it facts yeah have the owl come and purge me if I don't and it will beat your ass if you don't learn beat my ass but yeah um i don't know i think i will definitely i think 
for me, my outlook on this, on mortality, is very naive, simply because I haven't had, I think, a significant experience in it. Yeah. So, come back when... Couple, <laughs> Come back when a family member of yours <laughs> <And then> dies. <laughs> Sick. I <sighs> cannot wait. <laughs> yeah, um, hopefully that never happens. I, I mean, uh, you gotta be realistic, it's gonna happen someday. Dude, <laughs> yeah, so I know, but I was, ta- I was talking with you earlier about like how we would handle it if one of our friends died if like you died i told you (laughs) i told you that (laughs) if you died i would hold give you like a viking funeral with the fucking torched up viking shit yeah you know if you give me permission (laughs) permission (laughs) i would probably donate my body to scientific research so um oh, okay hate to hate to hate to blow on your viking funeral yeah I, I i would i would be very sad if if you died i hope so <laughs> <laughs> uh i don't know what more to say dude i can't talk death man <laughs> i mean shit's wild you know it's a natural occurrence that we can't grasp with dude ah we none of us make it out of this life alive yeah uh, that yet yeah, you're right charles <laughs> you're right you're absolutely correct doesn't that blow your mind <laughs> it like, blows my mind dude death death is the final equalizer it's the best or... equalizer <laughs> the greatest equalizer. I mean, bro, we're we're all gonna die. Just um, YOLO. You only live once. Do wait. <laughs> do you know if YOLO still exists? It's like a. It was like a website. Uh, it was like a website. A what? Yeah. I thought it was just. I thought it was just saying. I remember it's like 2012 back then. Yeah. yeah. So long ago. Uh, uh, do, do you just want to cut it here? Yeah, I mean, let's... I think... I don't know. Well, yeah, I think Charles and I are running out of ideas, so if, if any of our listeners have any suggestions, we I think we're going to do another Instagram story, and yeah. you guys can answer our contact form to give us suggestions if you want to be on. The pod, if you want this uh, podcast to live, if you want it to actually go on past double digits, you must give us content. Yeah. I mean, I think, I don't know. I think we have, do we have people lined up as, like, people to join? <laughs> or, or have we ran out of those as well? Oh, <laughs> uh, God, I don't even know. I, I think so. I hope so. I mean, I have a couple people in mind. Okay, okay. But yeah, Charles and I have some ideas, so there's like... I'm not even going to say it. It's like a filler episode. 
of, of yeah, an Yeah, honestly, anime. bro, this is <laughs> this is like fucking uh, Tales of Bossing City yeah. <laughs> <laughs> type type beat right here. Rip, rip, Iro. Oh my god. Hey, I mean, Tales of Bossing City was kind of fire. Not gonna lie. Yeah. I mean, when I was watching it, I was like, "What the fuck is this?" Okay, but, we're not gonna go on an, on a. <laughs> On an avatar tangent, bro. <laughs> We're trying to end the episode here. <laughs> uh, okay. Okay. So, um, if uh, this is the end of episode eight, I don't know. I think we'll call it mortality and and uh, fucking sibling relationships. But you know, it's another day. It's another week. Wrapping it up, and if you got. If you got any, any dreams that you want to achieve, you know, take the steps, take the first step tomorrow or better yet, take it today. Today. Take yeah. it to take it in the next hour. You probably didn't even make it to the end of this podcast, but you know what? This message <laughs> exists. I know you can do it. For all the true homies out there that make it to the end. That one, that, that one person that makes it to the end every time. The, the one person from like, Morocco. Yeah, we love you. Dude. I, I know you're out there. <laughs> All right. Okay. So we'll see Signing you next off. time. Yeah. Bye bye.